Hi, you're listening to Walking the Walk, a podcast from Drs. Kelly Yannick and Michelle Kinderman from Wellness Outside the Box, where they'll share tools, tips, and strategies from their own experiences so you can not only hear them talk the talk, but walk the walk. The mission of Wellness Outside the Box is to use traditional clinical therapies combined with experiential and adventure-based learning to take therapy off the couch and outside the box. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How's it going over there? Oh, it's a little brisk. I got to say, I'm liking this fall weather. It's, uh, it's a lot chillier than I anticipated, but it's lovely. It's a perfect morning for a walk. Yes. Yes, I have all my layers on today. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> are you wearing boots? Are you wearing thermals? Um, I didn't break out the hiking boots yet. Okay, but, uh, all right. Or, or the thermals, but I am wearing several layers. Well, and I am wearing sneakers, so I'm not still in flip-flops. Uh, well, that's a plus. Yeah. So we got an email from one of our podcast listeners. And she um, actually seems a little bit irritated with people. And she, in her email, she mentioned something about people, if everybody would just be more grateful for what they have and just focus on gratitude and stop their bitching and complaining, the world would be a better place. So, yeah. Um, which I hear sometimes from people, you know, oh, my problems are nothing. Look at this person and that person. You know, I'm so grateful for everything that I have. And I think, you know, there are good ways and not so helpful ways to use gratitude. So I thought maybe we could talk about that today. I think that is a great idea. And I, I agree. I feel like when we're working with clients or we have had groups, I often will hear, like, and I know, you you know, you've heard it as well when people say such and such happened, but I know I should be grateful. I know I should, you know, this this idea that not only is there gratitude, but now there's guilt associated with not being grateful enough. And I think it's an interesting thing that we kind of discussed gratitude and its place and then also allowing people to have their own emotions and have their feelings as well. Good, good. Right. It's a good topic. Yes. I think this is an important one. Yeah. I, and you know, I think it's important and helpful to express gratitude, but at the same time, it doesn't negate what you may be experiencing or feeling. So we shouldn't use gratitude to invalidate what we're experiencing. Right. You know, gratitude can be used to help us see the bigger picture sometimes and to balance out the negatives of life with the positives. Um, But there are going to be negatives in life. There are going to be, and you don't have to look at it as negatives, there are going to be challenges. There are going to be difficult times. It's it's life. There's going to be ups and downs. So, you know, gratitude can come in and help us so that when we're in one of those difficult periods, we don't lose sight of the bigger picture, that there are still things to be grateful for, that things will get better, um, that it's not all negative. Right. And I see gratitude as something that, you know, it's 
it's kind of acknowledging in general that there are positives and looking around you and kind of being in the moment and appreciating those things that you do have. Um, but again, like you had said, you, you don't want to use it as a tool to undo or discount situations that you may be in or feelings that you have. For example, you know, you used or we find benefits from exercise. So when you exercise, you can burn off steam, you can feel better, those kinds of things, and you want to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. So you add exercise into your routine, your lifestyle, you feel better for it, just like gratitude. If you have an ongoing practice of gratitude, whether it's just noticing or being grateful for the things you have or keeping a gratitude journal, that's something that can, in general, enhance your well-being. At no point when you're mm -hmm. having a difficult emotion or a challenging situation would you say, well, you know, I go running, but I really am upset right now. You know, same idea. You can be grateful, but also still have these valid issues that you're dealing with and right. concerns that you're having. So if we can sort of see gratitude as a part of your life that you should have in terms of well-being and health, being healthy and, you know, just part of your life as opposed to using it just as a tool to fix a challenging situation or, you know, a trauma or something like that. You know, you don't want to use it against yourself. It should really be used as an enhancement and a positive part of your life, not something that you're then yeah. going to, you know, self-deprecate over feeling right. like you should be grateful for getting up each morning and therefore not feel bad that, you know, something horrible happened at work or there was a loss or you were experiencing grief. Those things can all, they can all exist at the same time. Right. Exactly. And I can actually give an example of somebody very close to me who is going to be undergoing surgery soon. And it's not a life-threatening issue, but it is a pretty significant surgery, which, if it doesn't go well, could have some pretty severe consequences. So it is a serious surgery. It is um, very scary. And he said the other day, you know, I shouldn't, um, I'm trying not to worry about it because, you know, it's not like it's life or death. I could have terminal cancer. I could, you know, there are people out there dying from hunger. There are people, you know, in much worse circumstances. So, you know, I'm just grateful that, uh, that it's, it's, you know, it's not life threatening and I can still do this, this and that and whatever. So I, you know, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to be worried about it. So that, that's um, that's a an ideal approach, I guess, but it's not really practical, um, and I'm not even sure it's an ideal approach because just because there are worse in quotes worse things going on out there doesn't negate that what he's going through is also scary, anxiety-producing. Um, mm -hmm. And, and serious. So just because it's not something different doesn't mean it's not frightening. And it doesn't mean you have to, you, that you're not entitled to experience those other emotions. 
I mean, he's entitled to be stressed and anxious and worried because it is a scary thing. And, you know, just because he's grateful that it's not something life-threatening doesn't mean those other emotions don't exist. So it's, I don't think it's healthy to use gratitude to sort of negate your own experience. Correct. While right. On the, so, right. So yeah. while on the one hand, he, he can be grateful that it's not something more serious. On the other hand, he can acknowledge that it is still scary and anxiety-producing and express and, and process and feel and sit with those other emotions. I, to, that was a, I think that was a really good example because I do think so many people, you know, are always looking to sort of say, oh, I shouldn't feel this way because others may have it worse than I do. And what mm-hmm. that then does is kind of muddies the water in terms of gratitude and how positive and how useful and how um, important having gratitude and using gratitude is. Um, it kind of gets that very confused then. You know, a more positive mm-hmm. way to incorporate gratitude into your life is to, you know, when you get up in the morning and you take a few moments to enjoy your cup of tea or coffee and you're grateful for an opportunity to sit and relax and be in the moment or, you know, taking time at, you know, an event that you're at to really just enjoy it and be grateful for the opportunity to yes. be a part of something. Those are those experiences, and when you can be grateful in the moment or acknowledge gratitude in general, that then gives your body and your mind feelings of peace and calm and security but when you pair that then with something that's scary or challenging or those things, you're then going to have a harder time being grateful when not in that situation either. So we want to right. keep them, you know, you can get up every day and be grateful that you're awake and that you're able to walk and that you're able to do the things that you can do. You know, everyone can go down the road of it could be worse. I could have things right. worse. And so it's really important to just be cautious of that. And I think that ties back into one of our previous topics of really making sure that we leave space for all of our feelings and emotions and that they're all valid, that they're all important, and that we need to allow room for them to actually go through them, sit with those emotions, sit with those challenging um, feelings, sit with those parts of yourself that might be discomfort, you know, uncomfortable. Yeah. So that you can then come through the other side and then be able to function and you'll have evidence that you're able to tackle more difficult things as life continues on. Yes. And I, I like what you said about being grateful in the moment because I think that's especially where we forget to be grateful and where gratitude can be really helpful. So even if you're going for a walk or you're at your kid's soccer game or, you know, like you said, having that coffee in the morning, um, being grateful in the moment keeps you focused on the present moment and makes you appreciate all those little things that we often take for granted. Just all those little niceties, those peaceful moments in our day that we, that we don't acknowledge, that we're not literally present for mentally and that we we take for granted it's just part of the normal day but those are things to be grateful for right and in your example 
Yeah. And in your example of the surgery situation, so if we look at that from a use of gratitude and um, and an acknowledgement of the feelings, so there is a difference between spending every waking moment prior and leading up to a surgery, feeling anxious, feeling scared, um, worrying about something that hasn't happened yet, and being able to get up and spend your days leading up to a surgery feeling some peace, feeling some serenity, going through your day and really being present in the moment to alleviate some of that anxiety, to kind of counterbalance it. So you can have both, and you can see where gratitude would be a useful accompaniment to your life in that situation, as opposed to worrying about something that, you know, you don't have control over. Um, You know, being concerned and experiencing those feelings but not necessarily ever taking a moment to look up and appreciate and see the things around you in the moment. You know, that would be yes. that would be an opportunity. So. Yes. Or or if you're stuck in like a a bit of a depression where all you're focused on is the negatives in your life. Life sucks. I can't keep doing this, you know, and you spin mm-hmm. through the same things over and over again. You know, reminding yourself that you're going through a difficult time, but it's not all negative. You know, if you really think about it, you can find a few things to be grateful for, whether it's just the fact that the sun is shining today, that you have your warm cup of coffee in your comfy bed in your hand. Um, you know, whatever it is, it can sort of give you a little bit of balance, which can break you out of that negative loop and put you in a better space to problem solve and figure out how to carry on with your day. Right. And to that end, I also feel like we are in a time where we want a quick fix for something. So, yeah, you know, when you're having a hard time or you're feeling a certain way, you want it to quickly go away. However, yeah, pulling out gratitude when you haven't practiced gratitude, mm-hmm. you're going to have a struggle with that and you're going to have conflicting feelings. If you just decide when you're in the middle of a depression or a right. anxiety situation, when you bring the idea of gratitude up, it, it winds up getting very skewed and distorted. So what yeah. you need to do is, much like everything else in life, um, we need to practice gratitude. So yeah. you want to, you know, start by bringing up and 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 starting to acknowledge the things that you're grateful for at times where you're not struggling. You know, you want to practice gratitude so that it's a part of your life and you can kind of, just like, you know, when you practice deep breathing, when you practice Mm -hmm. keeping your body in a calm state, when you are then in a situation where your adrenaline is up or you're feeling, you know, opposite that, you're feeling depressed, it'll be easier for you to help yourself come back to neutral if you have practiced that and your brain and your feelings and your body have all practiced and you have some memory of what it's like to be grateful or to be calm, um, it, you know, if, if you practice it, it'll come easier to you than trying in the moment to add one more thing to feel guilty about or to feel upset about, like, oh, I should be, you know, that idea that I should be or could be or would be better off if I could be this or that is not helpful Right. When you're scared, when you're worried, when you're depressed, that just makes it worse. Yes. Right. 
So maybe on an, on a, just a, whatever your normal average day is, maybe set a goal for yourself to maybe three times at some point during the day, three different times, um, look around and see if there's anything at all that you can be grateful for. So when you're in the middle of rushing to work or you're late for something, turn on the radio if there's a song that you really like that you're grateful for it playing, that you're grateful that you're able to stare in the car with no distractions other than the road and enjoy a song. So just find three random moments during the day to practice, to look around and see if there's anything at all good in your day, good in your environment, good in that moment. I think that is a great idea, and we can certainly add that and some other strategies into our upcoming newsletter um, with links to ideas um, as well. So awesome. I think we can continue to share these via social media and mm-hmm. um, just, again, to help give give more ideas. We would love to hear from our listeners on ways that they find in their day to be grateful and to practice gratitude. Um, So please share those with us because I think the more we all share with each other, the ideas come through and you can really kind of pick up and learn from those around. And circling back to the original email in the frustration that why can't everyone just be more grateful and stop complaining and things like that, um, you know, we don't know where that information is coming from. And I do, I do see a lot of, you know, negativity in the media and things like that. So mm-hmm. when you're looking and spending your time kind of focused on getting your information that way, um, it can be disheartening. So I think the more we can maybe share as a community the ways in which we are finding positive strategies to help um, I think that will help in general. We can't control the world. We can't control people that we don't know. We can't control anyone but ourselves and how we approach each day. So it starts with ourselves. And can I just throw in, if you're in the New Jersey, Pennsylvania general area, come join us for our Stuck in a Funk Retreat at Spruce Run. On Sunday, October 4th, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll talk more about gratitude and other things. And um, we'd love to have you join us. And um, we love hearing from our listeners. So keep sending those emails. I agree. I think it's going to be a really great opportunity, especially with this time of year, with the fall weather and the beauty around us. I think it'll be a really good opportunity to dive into some of these topics a little more deeply. And uh, always make sure you check out our website at www wellnessoutsidethebox.com and uh, we look forward to working with you and walking the walk one mile at a time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Walking the Walk, a podcast from Wellness Outside the Box. Please be sure to visit our YouTube channel for videos on meditation, mindfulness, yoga, and other topics related to the field. Visit our Instagram and Facebook pages or our website at www.wellnessoutsidethebox.com to check out our clinical offerings and other resources.